Hello, I'm Austin, and welcome to The Nanopod, a podcast where we talk about the chemistry behind all the different materials that make up our physical world. If you've ever taken chemistry in school, you probably know that there are four fundamental phases of matter. Solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. According to NASA, over 99.9% of all the matter in the universe is plasma, ionized gas in which the atoms have had their electrons ripped away due to extremely high temperatures, such as the temperatures inside of stars. In the world that we experience as humans, though, we care a lot about what can happen with the other 0.1% of matter, the matter that exists in phases other than plasma. Various branches of science are devoted to studying the properties of atoms and molecules in each of these three phases. But in this podcast, we are going to focus on solids. This is the focus of materials science. And yes, that is materials with an S on the end. There are tons of different materials, and we want to study them all. From metals and plastics, all the way to the complicated hardware that makes your laptop work, the chemistry of solid materials is crucial to understanding the world that we live in and how modern technology is evolving, all the way from the industrial down to the nanoscale. Right now, researchers in materials chemistry are working towards building better batteries, improving displays in phones and TVs, and finding ways to more effectively deliver life-saving medicines. Doing so requires collaboration between scientists from a broad range of fields, chemistry, physics, engineering, and even biology. One at a time, we will learn about the specific materials that are important to today's world, and we will look at their history chemistry, current applications, and where research on these materials might be going in the future. But before I get ahead of myself, what even is a material? Well, it turns out that there are many answers to this question, depending on who you ask. Intuitively, you could probably list a number of materials. Metals like aluminum, rocks like granite, and glass, like you have in your window panes. What properties or characteristics unite all of these things? How are they different from the chemicals studied in other branches of chemistry? And how will this help us categorize and understand the stuff that might not fit so obviously into the category of materials? Well, one option is to take an anthropocentric or human-centered approach. A material is any solid that humans interact with. This could be something that is obtained, repurposed, modified, or created for some type of function. Wood for building, metal for conducting electricity, and silicon for producing computer chips would all be examples of materials by this definition. But this also begs the question, can a solid be a material before humans discover its function? What about entirely new solids that have been proposed by researchers but that don't exist yet in the natural world and that have not actually ever been made in the lab. To include these yet-to-be-made materials, we could say that a material only needs to have a potential function rather than a known one, or we can construct a broader definition. As an example, I could say that a material is a substance that exhibits properties in a bulk form when there's a large collection of atoms or molecules that cannot be observed in the individual atoms or molecules. In other words, an individual molecule has properties that are based on its chemical structure, 
and these properties don't change just based on the number of molecules you have. On the other hand, the properties of a material, the way it behaves electronically, magnetically, optically, at various temperatures and at various pressures, depends primarily on how it is assembled from the atomic and molecular pieces. And these new properties that emerge are unique to the material. They are not found in the individual atoms or molecules themselves. This is a definition that I'm happy with, at least for now. But maybe a few years down the line I'll feel differently. Or maybe you will come up with a definition that you like more over the course of listening to this podcast. I should also add that while most substances that would fall under this definition of being a material or solid, that is not always the case. There are specific liquids whose properties are not based on their chemical structures, but rather the molecules can organize themselves into specific ordered arrangements. These types of substances, typically also considered materials, are known as liquid crystals, and they are frequently used in display technology, such as that commonly found in flat-screen TVs. We will explore these and many other materials in more depth throughout this series. We will delve into carbon nanotubes and their applications in art, superconductors and why we need them to take MRIs, and the possibilities enabled by the recent development of 2D materials. Perhaps, in the not-too-distant future, we will be painting transparent solar panels onto windows, embedding electronics in roadways, or using specialized wall paint to generate electricity from the invisible Wi-Fi, radio, and TV signals that surround us. I look forward to embarking on this adventure, together, through the technological wonderland of the material world that we live in. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.